tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, it's because it's just us. We can do it. We can get away with it. Julia is not here to hit either of us. We can't be. We can't be. Uh, we can't be violenced upon. The, the cat's away. The mice will play. Mm-hmm. Apparently. So, welcome everybody to another edition of the Blacklist on AfterBuzz uh, Blacklist After Show. Uh, Joe Braswell is out on assignment, aka drunk. He's probably in Vegas somewhere in doing Vegas something somewhere. terrible. He's out of town, which means he's drunk. Uh, and uh, we're, we're missing Julia Carroll as well, who is... Uh, she She saw this episode and then got drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after watching her favorite, Tom Keen. And, uh, but, you know, look who returns. Look who returns. It's nice to be here with you guys. It's Joe Sanfilippo, everybody. Joe Sanfilippo joining me, Nando Velasquez. Uh, and you can find us both on Twitter. If you're looking at us live, we're streaming live on YouTube. You can look at our uh, Twitter handles below, but mine is Nando Bell, and yours is Joe Flippo. You got it. And uh, you can continue the conversation on AfterBuzz uh, Blacklist by doing the hashtag ABTV Blacklist. And then otherwise, just catch us on uh, the usual places. YouTube, AfterBuzzTV.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Smoke Signals, uh, ESP, all that, mm. right? Definitely. I'm going to yeah. send out some signals right now. <laughs> and apologies for people who were expecting a Blacklist show uh, on Thursday night. You know, uh, stuff happens. We uh, weren't able to make it, but we, we know this is a really huge episode, so uh, we wanted to make sure that we properly covered this, even if even if the person who loves Tom King the most is not in the room with us. Yes. <laughs> and it's very sad. But We, we, we played... love him, too. We love him, too. Just not in the same way. Yeah, and we played her favorite song. So I think that, that we, we, we've gone, done our homage. <laughs> and, and before we just got on, you even told me your wife never that, really it, watches the blacklist it was a weird experience i yeah. watched it because normally i watch it with you guys yeah. and and we all have our things that we're kind of pet peeve about but uh but watching it with my wife was pretty funny because you know t- to watch her try and like dance around why she liked the character tom keen without coming out and saying he's hot like it was hilarious she's like <laughs> no well you know it's just it's, yeah it's a character you just you don't you know yeah i, I understand why people because you know he's you, doing he's doing push-ups yeah, he's, he's, he's doing kind, pull-ups. He, yeah he's mysterious yeah. you know does he love her does he not? I, I totally i understand I'm like he's hot you can just say it. she's like well it's not that's not it's not that no it's not that I'm like yeah, it is that simple absolutely but um but it was very funny and and you know it was neat she liked the show a lot she really loved it it's a good show yeah that's it was what I've been it trying was to tell you guys i've been trying to tell you guys for no weeks, i like the years. show but it was it's been i think we do i think we all as we as a group kind of get in like a cycle of like here are the things that bug us and then when they come yeah. up with you know but um this was a big episode i will I agree. say i will say this there were times in particular in this episode over other episodes that i felt were a bit campy you thought so yes there were a couple of really overly you know dramatic scenes uh, you know, like uh, like the judge in, in you know the defiant judge talking with Tom Connolly. And, you, know, you know, I got I got to respectfully disagree with you because I'd like to discuss that. You know, when we get to yeah, it, yeah, we we'll get to it. 
But I thought that was well done. Or I, even the task force when they were discussing when all the secrets were coming out and everyone was like, we have to get Tom Keene, the one man that can exonerate, you know. Yes. That was a little campy. But uh, in a fun way. But not, uh, Campy doesn't necessarily have to mean bad. Campy doesn't have to be negative. It just meant a little over dramatic. Like I could see this on a sitcom where the lead characters are watching TV and they show a clip of the blacklist. For for comic effect. Yes. Yeah, I see what that you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Like Matthew McConaughey in, in the in the Lincoln commercials. There was there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of over. I got you. <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey in the, in the Lincoln commercials. But I love this episode, and this was a big episode. This is the highest or or lowest number we've seen yet for a black lister, uh, which is very confusing. This even beats the one the one that was uh, lowest before Tom Keene was Berlin, who was number eight. I, and I now Tom Keene is below mm-hmm. or above. I, mean, I, I guess I guess with assuming the higher the number, the more. I don't know if it's more deadly now because it's it doesn't make sense to have Tom Keene. I mean, I guess he's deadly, but he's also well, maybe because I mean, very clearly last episode when the judge was talking to Liz, very clearly the writers wanted to let everybody know like we do actually have a mechanism for this. There is there is a because you know the judge was asking her like, is there a reason you have these? The, the, is there a rhyme to the the the, the rankings on this blacklist? Do you yeah. have a and and so clearly they've they've given enough thought to it that there is, and mm-hmm. they wanted us to know that they have. And so obviously Tom being number seven must have something to do it, in relation to the list, but obviously it can't be based on deadliness. You're right. Well, it has to be based on only, something else. There's other criteria we don't know about. The only criteria I could think of that would put him so high besides how close he is to the task force because he was under you know he was undercover as uh, as Lizzie's husband right. is the fact that you know we found out last week that he betrayed Red. By getting a, a better offer from Berlin while he was already so is that on so the ma- job. so is that how we we're we're, we're, we're structuring I, the list is I it based on how mad Red is at you I, I guess so I would assume that but if Red's really mad at Tom Keene I would be surprised that he would leave him standing he would let him he would let him live well, or Red, walk Red's, Red's, <laughs> Red, he uses a lot of strategery yes and so um, he must have a strategic plan for for leaving uh, leaving old Tom in place as opposed to whacking him Somewhat, because yeah as opposed to whacking him. Because they're you know he gets less out of killing him than than uh, than uh, what you call it than absolutely. Keeping him. But we do see you know it's great seeing Tom back. I think uh, I, I mentioned this last week, I believe, or the week before, how we used to make fun of him so much in season one until his character finally started changing, and now and now we just an- eagerly anticipated this episode to see him. And and from the very first scene, uh, it didn't really disappoint when we saw him pretty much beating the hell out of that guy in Germany in Dresden, Germany, yeah. and saying uh, and saying you know if you give us the the information, the money. You'll you'll get to live. And, you said uh, I'd get to walk. <laughs> no, no. He said he said you said I get to walk. He was like, no, I said you get to live. Smash. smash. Yeah, and totally smash his kneecap in. Uh, left the guy crawling on the floor. So I mean, I love seeing badass. I love seeing badass Tom. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then we of course we see Lizzie uh, back with Judge Renner, who is giving her the fifth degree or whatever degree you want to call that for lying because now they have uh, the smoking gun or rather the bullet case. The yeah, bullet, bullet casing. Yeah, the bullet casing from uh, from Alec- uh, Samuel Echo with traces of his blood uh, and, and it's registered to her gun. So obviously the story that she gave last week that she never met the guy, she never saw it, the guy. It was false. Yeah, it was false. And not only was it false for her, it was false for uh Harold Cooper, yep. who committed perjury. And Samuel Leco. And then what is going to happen to Leco here? Now now that this whole uh, interesting. I don't he gets his, he gets the bone in his ear back. So he gets his he gets his ear <laughs> he bone get, back he and he gets, gets ear out. bone back. So is that how it works when you're leaving prison? They're like they're like giving you the list of stuff here. Your wallet, $42.50. <laughs> 
ear bone, and then you walk out the door. Yeah, pretty much. I got uh, it. Well, no, I'm, I'm sure I, I don't see him in the store any longer now that after after what happened this episode. So, you know, maybe we'll see him somewhere down the line, but I doubt it. Uh, but anyway, so we're dealing with uh, we're dealing with perjury. We're dealing with right now. Lizzie is in danger of you know going going to prison for what they say is life. For committing murder for the harbor master, but also because she committed perjury, there's no way out of this. Uh, Red seems to disagree. Red wants to go for Tom. We saw him do this last week in the major. Uh, and guess what? Now the whole task force knows exactly what happened. Now the whole task force right. knows that Tom Keene's alive, that Lizzie was holding him hostage uh, in the ship, in the Phoenix, and that, uh, you know, she's been keeping secret and everything. You know what's funny. interesting about it? No one blinks an eye. Yeah. No one bats an eye for a second. So I, I think it's, you know, as a, as a device, you just move the whole team. And I think that's been the, the, the been the, uh, the overarching device of the last few episodes. The whole team has been, and if you look at it as, uh, if you go from like the start when this, the secret super, ta- uh, super secret task force was first formed, mm-hmm. everybody was very rules, rules, rules. What is Lizzie doing here? Doesn't make any sense. She's a brand new agent. She shouldn't be a part of this. Why is she involved? We are where the super secret task force is formed. Red Reddington. We don't want to make this deal. We have to make this deal. And now, a year and a half later, the whole thing has shifted so far to the right or left, depending on you know however you want to look at it. So far away from that into a completely gray zone. And and I you know I, and it just kind of it's interesting to me that no one bats an eyelash at the idea that she was holding Tom hostage, lied to the task force about whether or not he was dead, held him in a ship that that a harbor master was murdered, then buried. We hid the body. All that stuff is revealed. Everybody goes, blink, blink. Okay, moving on. And that, you know, the whole thing has turned very, very, very gray. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I think that that's interesting. It speaks very much to to where this is all kind of going, That this greater good idea. And I think this is what, you know, Judge Finn, I'm, I'm sorry, Judge Renner, uh, John Finn, who is terrific, this guy, he's such a good actor. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. I buy everything he says. There is nothing he said. I'm like, I'm like, you're you're a flipping judge. There's no question in my mind. He's good. He's great. He's good. And um, he gets he gets everyone. Well, he gets them to somewhat talk. I mean, here's the one thing that, that I find weird though. After Lizzie spilled the beans on everything, we we commented a lot last week on how, oh my God, she's telling him every single secret, and then all of a sudden she turns on him and lies about not not seeing Samuel Echo, about Tommy right. being dead. But she pretty much gives everything else away. Right. So here comes this guy and the stonographer. <laughs> the court of court That's what I've never understood. Just Why this stenographer? Listening to all this, this poor woman. In- I just I kept thinking that someone's going to turn around any minute and just shoot her. Yeah, for national security. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm That's- sorry, Judy. Uh, Fifteen bucks an hour, but you are wrong place, wrong time. You're out, kid. <laughs> but it's all crazy, and uh, and and yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me at all about. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't make she, sense. Did, did she fill out the stenographer's oath? Is that a thing? Like like. I will never ever reveal anything. Well, I, 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 I was actually thinking that maybe one of them is going to report to a blacklist. That's or, what I was or, thinking or, too, or to the adversary or whoever to to to, to the clandestine group or but something. But I, I I like what they did better because I mean what I was trying to say a minute ago, uh, and I don't think I finished it because I want to finish it because it's yeah. a, it's it's a, to me it's an interesting point. I I think the character is set up as a foil and it's really nice 
that the, that the show is acknowledging that the only people making decisions about what's right and wrong at this point is the task force. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they gave, they gave us, uh, Judge Renner that great monologue talking about, is this how this works in the U.S. at this point? The federal government decides what's right and wrong. The system of checks and balances has been completely tossed out the window. Now this, this, this cop, this lieutenant in the Metro PD has no, there's no justice for him. Yeah. There's no accountability here with this task force. And it's, it's great that they set up that foil and said, like, acknowledge, like, this task force is deciding in and of itself what's yeah. right and wrong. And they've skewed so far to the left or into the gray area, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. They're so far out of bounds yeah. that when Lizzie came up and said all this stuff, no one bats an eyelash. So, I mean, I think that's interesting that they're acknowledging that they're so far off the rails. Well, yeah, they're definitely off the rails. And, and what I find interesting, we, we later on, we'll, we'll get to Tom Connolly later, which I thought was an awesome scene. Oh, we get great. We get to hear the other side of it. And I think it totally makes sense because this, this is a black ops tax for, task force and they're being tried in a public court pretty much when there should be some regulation to that. It should be, it should be more private, obviously. There's a lot of niche issues right. in national security. And it's like a, it's a, a circus trying to find out all this information. I mean, if you were the judge and you got to hear half of the stuff that came out of Lizzie's mouth last week, would you believe it? No. I mean, and, and Judge Renner barely believed it. And know? it was great to have smiling. I love the idea of smiling Tommy Conley. I uh, love that guy. I he's, love he's so great. He's so awesome. I, but love, the, I, I, I should have realized that there should be a court for this kind of thing. I think they said the FISA court. There, there is. Yeah. There's the FICA court and FICA the, court. the FISA court. You're right. And yeah. then and, and you're not on it. And this, yeah. this there is there is a way we deal with this. And this is not it. Uh-huh. And and that was that was great. And and I, you know, you're out of your mind. You're out. You're in over your head. You have no business doing this. Yeah. Who do you think you are? And and it was interesting to me that that uh, to see that kind of like that that uh, obviously we agree mm-hmm. that the task force has to be able to function. Yeah. And can't function with 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 Judge Renner getting involved. But uh, but it's interesting that the show I think uh, dr- at least drew the drew it all out there and showed everybody like no, okay, I this is that. these are the conflicts. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I kind of liked seeing and even Wilcox. You know, it was a really good courtroom drama. The second half yeah, of the show, it really especially was. with Wilcox getting into it. And oh, absolutely. And, and then and then not to skip ahead to that just yet because I'll, I'll we'll save that toward the end. But uh, but also to, to hear you know Cooper getting seriously seriously pissed off. At Lizzie because yeah. he perjured himself, and now that everything's coming out, and he, everyone knows the truth except for, of course, the judge. Uh, and Lizzie is in danger, you know, of so much more. Even if they get, even if they get Tom Keene, they're they're afraid that Lizzie's still going to be, you know, tried and put to prison or whatever. And uh, and we see Cooper just let loose. I don't even know who you are. I don't recognize you anymore. I don't even recognize myself. And then and then nosebleed. Nosebleed stroke. And stroke. Yeah, yeah. and seizure. Seizure, uh, pardon me, yes. Yeah, and seizure. So, you know, all of a sudden now, you know, that's coming to a head. At least we, we see it coming to a head. And Lizzie finds out that uh, about the brain tumor that Cooper has from his wife. Um, he f- finds out from his wife about the brain tumor. The neuroplastoma. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that ends up, so secrets left and right are starting to be revealed here and there. I mean, luckily they, they kept the secret of, uh, the brain tumor away from everybody else. Yes. <laughs> Hyper, he what is, is it? He's hypoglycemic. Hypoglycemic. <laughs> Worst case scenario, he's pre-diabetic. <laughs> that was great. That was really, uh, I love her. As well as Aram's, uh, message on the card. Was right. It, time, what, to party time to party bitches. bitches? Whatever, yeah, yeah, time to party bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unexpected <laughs> unexpected by the way i just want to do a shout out terry pitnick um tweeting at us responding to the uh 
to the list that we were talking earlier about, you know, Tom being number seven on the list. And she says, uh, I think the list is based on what Red needs them for. So that Ooh. makes perfect sense. I guess Red, Red definitely needs Tom. So definitely makes me wonder, like, one through six, man, it must be really, they, they really, must be real important. really important for him to need them. Mm-hmm. And That's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. All right, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, technically, Berlin lasted for a while himself. He didn't, you know. I mean, a lot of the blacklisters obviously either get killed off or or sent away or disappear on most his private. Most seem to die. Thing. Most seem to die. Yeah. Uh, we had the one earlier who uh, <laughs> ended up. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. I'm just pulling this out of my out of my hat. But uh, who's uh, you know revolutionary in that country? When oh yeah, at, he, he yeah, didn't do he, so well. He, he, he's he's still alive. Which one are you talking? Are you talking? We're talking about two different people. Yeah, we're talking about two different people. But anyway, let's move on forward. We don't need to discuss that one. Someone, yeah. will, someone will someone, someone will, tweet will come it. yell at us. What, someone what will it was, yell what it was, about it. Absolutely, it's all good. We just, I, like I said, just just hit me in the top of the head right now. Uh, anyway, so let's talk some more. So we got Cooper going on uh, in the hospital with hypoglycemia, yes. brain cancer. Uh, we've got Red and Wrestler insisting on going along with Red. To Germany. When you open your mouth, hay falls out. You couldn't be more of a cop. That's such a great. That's such a great line. That's such such. You know, it's so funny when those kind of those kind of scenes happen because to me, and it, there was just one on top of the other because it. You know, I, I like I like Diego and I like I like Megan, but it's you know when when they're with Spader. There's just, you know, when they go toe to toe, they're just not up to it sometimes, and like, and you know, it just it's so clear. It's just like, oh, you know, and there was like back to back, sir, where Diego's like giving him the the look right in the eye. No, no, I'm I'm gonna be you, I, you. You're taking me, and it was like, oh, really? Okay. And then then Lizzie comes off the elevator, and uh, I need to talk to you. I have very important things to say, and it's like, no, come on. But um, but uh, but I, I eventually we got to get to this, and I want to say this in advance, so so there's no go for it. Um. Red's really messing with my daddy, my daddy thing here. It, this, this whole, I mean, if this whole thing with the harbor master, his daughter has been to kind of set that up, they're doing a heck of a job with it. Well, yeah, we'll get to that because I definitely, I want to, I want to bring up some stuff on that. We got to uh, talk about it, Nando. Anyway, so Red ends up meeting up this guy, this holy guy, uh, Franz Becker, I think his name is. I left my notes at home. <laughs> but, the, the, uh, the man with 10,000 piercings. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to find out right now if, uh, who, who plays that guy. Cause, uh, I would was... imagine that, that he, they found someone with the piercings and went from there. I cannot imagine that it was worth the time for them to no, pierce someone they, that many times with they, fakes. It doesn't have to be fake piercings, but it still probably requires a lot of work from the, uh, from the makeup department. That's what I would have to assume, but I don't see his name here in IMDb. I'm sure oh, there is Franz Vadim Kral, but you know what? There's no picture of him. <laughs> well, there's, there's video. So, we can see him. There's no picture of him on, on IMDb. So let's just assume he's got all those. I, I would I would imagine he uh, gets stereotyped a lot. No. Just imagine. Yeah. Probably does a lot of uh, circus stuff. Maybe. Well, you know, it's a I good skill set. Speak good German, have 415 piercings. Yeah. Eventually, that day is going to come when the, when the casting the casting call comes down the line. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, anyway, so through me, you know, nice little scene with them. Uh, it gets to negotiate for uh, for him as he's... Uh, Af- after he kills the deal in the first place. He kills, he kills the, the, deal. Uh, the deal for the M20. Exactly. M20s, were they? Yeah, for the, for the guns. And uh, yeah, and we get to see the first sign of uh, Tom... Seeing uh, Red and Wrestler when the window goes down uh, at their at their meeting point. Now that was interesting because I, I there was a I, I was really surprised because to me the first thing he could have done is just pulled his gun and started shooting people. I was thinking the same thing, and he didn't do that. And I would, those are the scenes where you know Red has done these calculations, and he's so casual. 
But, uh, hmm. but you know, I think the thing with Red too, and I think people know him. He never comes. He unless he's really, really pissed off. He never comes in guns ablaze. It's just like, hey, nice to see you. Well, you might have heard of me, Red Reddington. But there's, there's like, let me a, tell you a story about my uncle. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. But there's always like, you know, it's it, uh, he's done the calculations, but it, that doesn't mean everybody else has. It's it seems it's always rolling the dice. Like, like you know, like okay, you've done the calculations that Tom shouldn't shoot you, but maybe Tom hasn't done the yeah, calculations. Maybe Tom hasn't. So, but clearly you know. he had. Well, you know. There you go. Red Thank has you. had some backup. Alexis, our producer, is going to go get the pen that you got. I dropped. throw things. He throws things. Luckily, it wasn't at me. We're switching. Uh, unless you really want. No, no, uh, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. So, you know, I will say he did have backup to Dembe. We saw Dembe at the end of that scene, too. So I guess he did have a, a little backup in case Tom was to uh, old Dembe. throw his gun out. But I love how they turned uh, the cop thing around on... Uh, uh, you know, on the disenfranchised uh, Elias guy. That was the name of the, yes. the guy. Yeah, this I, I, D, D. I can't say the German version, but the disenfranchised was the name. Of, disenfranchised yes. was the name of the disenfranchised or dis. Yes. Yeah, was the name of the group. But uh, I did love when uh, Tom was trying to, uh, you know, uh, turn the tables on him. Go, look, this guy's a cop. He could tell right away. And he's like, of course I'm a cop. Who do you think knows? Right? <laughs> Who do you think knows all this information? <laughs> I'm working with Red. So uh, I loved all that. They, of course, uh, you know, uh, Elias doesn't trust anybody, so he pretty much just nods his head. And then next thing you know, the gang starts going after Tom. He escapes. Uh, I would like to point out that all of them should have had red shirts on. They went down so fast and easy. That was crazy. Yeah, they did. But they, it was a good kick-ass scene. It was good. It was fun. It but was it was there, there was not, you know, like like the worst thing that happened was the Land Rover got a, a window broken. And then Red, you know. Red Red kind of like sauntered behind the car while yeah, all the stuff did. was Yeah, he did. He was kind of casual. Like, I'm going <laughs> to bend down in a minute. Stop. Slow down, please. <laughs> he moved a bit slowly. Tom <laughs> was doing all the major work. And then, of course, Demby comes in to save, uh, to save the day at the very end. Or at least to help well, out. Wrestler picked off a wrestler, couple too, right? Wrestler picked off a couple too. Yeah, I don't want to take any away from him. But I liked I liked Red's line at the end of that too. The, uh, the this is uh, why we get this insurance. This is why we get the insurance. <laughs> well, you know, apparently uh, Red's intention was not to capture Tom King, but to send a message and to you know. Th- there's a lot of comments throughout the show about this relationship between Tom and Lizzie, and the fact that. Tom killed the harbor master to protect Lizzie from going to prison. Right. Lizzie has kept Tom, you know, has kept everything off uh, quiet about Tom to the judge and whatever else to try and keep Tom away from it. And, uh, and, and it, both of these, and here's the thing that kills me. I, I think at one point in the show, uh, Lizzie says, I don't want to send Tom to prison for killing, you know, it was something like, it was something like, oh my God, he killed a man. He, he, he I can't send him to prison. This man, let's face it. He kills people for a living. That's his job. That's his job. He has killed more than just a harbor master. Again, we're getting we're in that gray area. The task force has yeah. moved from black and white to this. I mean, it didn't really start all that black and white to begin with, but yeah. it's gone from gray to gray now. I mean, there's uh, there, there. I mean, I, I'd say off the. I do say off the. I say off the rails because at this point, the, their only morality that they're they're really kind of clinging to is theirs, and 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 you know, Harold is has has kind of become like the. The, uh, the, 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 uh, I guess the, the, the moral center of the, uh, of the show. Like whatever Harold thinks is the, uh, is, is kind of like become the guideline. And what's interesting to me is that the show is moving Harold away from the moral center. Yeah. And we've given him a brain tumor and the only person that can get him involved in the, uh, in the, in the, the trial that might save his life is mm-hmm. the shady, uh, uh, assistant uh, attorney general. 
and uh, he's gonna and you know, he's gonna and now at that point now at this point Tom, Tommy Conley's got something over his head yeah and he perjured himself so we're moving Harold into the gray zone also so I mean like the the moral center of the task force has been moved decidedly well, yeah. to a to a to a gray spot well I, I agree a hundred percent on I mean and this and this is why this kind of a, an episode was important to show Judge Renner uh, you know and Wilcox you know fighting for for you know fighting for the Harbor Master's family just to show, you know, who else gets affected by this. So yeah. that's, that's what makes this an important scene. Uh, however, again, it's like, this is one of those campy lines. It's like, Lizzie's like, I can't let Tom go to prison uh, when he's a killer. You know, it's like, right. I mean, that's what, that, that, that's the campiness of this whole thing. That, but that, that, again, that, that, that bizarre gray area that we're in, because yeah. from her point of view, he killed the Harbor Master to protect her. Therefore, Tom is not a killer. Yeah. That's not how the math works. Mm-hmm. Tom's killed a whole bunch of people. That was one more he killed. And the reason he killed them is immaterial. He's killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And killing is not a legal thing. <laughs> Absolutely. That we're allowed to do. Absolutely. And, of course, Tom doesn't want to go to prison either at first because Tom says he doesn't want to go back. He's not going to go back for Lizzie. He's definitely not going back for Red. <laughs> right. He, he disappears into the uh, German scenery, I guess. The ether in Germany. Ether, the ether. And, uh, and, of course, you know, Red and uh, Wrestler come back. <laughs> with you know, pretty much nothing to show for it. <laughs> with nothing to show for it. So, uh, in fact, what was it? Was it uh, Samard? It was like so. She was great. That yeah. Was, yeah. So you come back. You don't even bring him back. You you ask for his opinion or something. Or, or what, was, right. what was the line again? It was I don't remember. Like that. It was very smooth. It but was it great. It was pretty smooth. It was smoother than me. I thought I'd remember it, but I didn't. No, so there it is. But it was I did. good. But, but apparently, it, it was still smooth. Because yes. yeah, because they didn't even like try and bring him. All they had to do was probably bring him back to show proof that. Yes, he's it, a thing. It, yeah, he's a real person. He's a real person that's yeah. alive. But of course, they don't, he doesn't do that. So instead, but, we know, have I mean, the last minute, uh, the last minute, you know, judges, uh, you know, judge about to make a ruling type thing. Tom Connolly's on his way. Uh, they're trying to suppress, uh, you know, they're trying to, to stall him and everything. And he's like, no, no, we're going to keep going. Everything's denied, denied, denied. And then finally, uh, he gets a knock on the door, says the killer is outside, and it's yeah. Tom King in cuffs. It, that was something. I, I, I didn't. I didn't expect him to come back. But I liked the way he handled himself, and I liked. And I liked the idea that that uh, that that he's willing to do this for Lizzie. Yeah. I, I don't quite get it, but mm-hmm. um. But I, I like the idea that here's a, here's a guy who was picked up as a kid, right? By this this I don't remember the the the, the blacklist. I don't remember his name. The, the, the major. The major. To, you know, <laughs> trained to be. Uh, you know, trained to be an operative. And, you know, then he, he falls into a life that I, you know, that he actually, he, like, whenever he takes up a new identity, right, he, he actually believes it. He believes it. That's what Red was saying, right? He, yeah. he, he adopts this identity. He believes he's that thing. So he lives this time with Lizzie. I Probably, arguably, the happiest he's been. Probably, mm-hmm. arguably, m- maybe something he would have been had he been given the opportunity. Yeah. You know? Uh, or, or one of those, you know, if you, if you view your life as a, you know, a series of possibilities. And, you know, that yeah. was probably one of the possibilities he had. And, uh... And so he enjoyed that, I think. And so it's interesting to me that once once he was set adrift, he contacts the major, give me another assignment, let me dive back into something else because I'm completely lost without an identity to assume. And and uh, but it, it's interesting that maybe he's clinging back to the only thing that he actually felt was real in his entire life. So it, if he's willing to take a dive for Liz, for Lizzie, that maybe you know maybe as, that was the only thing he ever had. As as it was said multiple times during the show in various different uh, lines, uh, very twisted, overly romantic. I think was the line that was used yeah. earlier. Yeah. Oh, how, how how oddly romantic. That was Samara. That was yeah, Samara again. Samara. Yeah, oddly romantic. Uh, a very twisted kind of love that they yes. have there. Um, you know, we we Tom going to the defense, talking to I mean, even the judge is like, "You're in love with her." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. 
It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, great scenes, great scenes all around. And, and to see Tom, first of all, like, you know, it's very rare that we really talk, and, and I'm not trying to make any jokes about any other actor or actress on this show, but it's very rare that I think we can actually see an episode and talk about several amazing scenes with actors, between two actors in scenes. Okay. And none of them involve James Fader. Yes, I agree. Because, I mean, first of all, I mean, we love Judge Remmer. That whole scene with uh, Connolly and Remmer was amazing. Where, where they were just shouting at each other and Remmer's just pretty much saying, you know, you don't have authority here. You, you, uh, you know, you coerced these two people, you know, under threat of imminent, uh, in, in, in incarcerment and, in, incarceration. uh, yeah, incarceration. And, uh, you know, the FISA court and you're not on the board or that all was that. my favorite scene in the show. Yeah. I, I, that, that was like two guys in, in the prime of their, of, of their abilities. I, uh, big shout out, man. Yeah. John Finn, terrific. Reed, uh, Reed, Reed Bur- Bernie plays Tom Connolly. Yeah, so good, man. Mm-hmm. They were they were so good, and and the scene was so well written, and and I really 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 enjoyed. What I loved about it was there was no posturing. There was no these guys weren't trying to be sexy. They weren't trying to be tough. They mm-hmm. weren't trying to be any of the things that younger actors have to have to try and be. Yeah. And you know, even if it's if it's four layers down, it it's always has to be there. These guys are older guys. They they really were given a good meaty scene, and they kicked the heck out of it. And mm-hmm. I thought it was terrific. And and you just really got the sense here is two older lions kind of going at it a little bit yeah. and well done. And we've seen we've seen Tom Connolly before talking with uh, talking with Cooper before, right? But to see him in a scene like this, like this was well, what really... I loved about this when, yeah. when he's when he's with Cooper, he has the upper hand. Uh-huh. He's always got the higher status in the relationship, so it's always like, hey, I'm coming down here to spend a few minutes with you. You're welcome, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or I have this you know thing you need to do for me or whatever. I'll do this thing for you, but you got to do this thing for me. But it's always higher status, so it's always that that relationship. But with with Renner, with that, then it's that's gone. Now you had yeah. two guys who you know had, the status was different. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Renner is one of those guys who, you know, he's, 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 the character is great because it's structured like, I don't care about my, my, my career. And, and I love that in the end, yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely did. And, and you, you, you were given no choice but to make the deal and you did. Mm. And I, I love that. I loved everything about it. I thought it was terrific. No, oh, absolutely amazing. And then the other scene I have to say that was really amazing or the other actor. Now I'm, now I'm dropping stuff. We're not stabbing. We're just dropping stuff. We're just throwing. We're just throwing stuff. Uh, Wilcox at the end. Once, yeah. once the whole thing goes down and, uh, Judge Renner gives his, uh, you know, gives his verdict and, and pretty much holds, uh, you know, holds everybody, uh, you, you know, holds whatever it is, uh, with that Connolly said, <laughs> uh, you know, as, as, uh, as something very important. So he obviously goes with Connolly. Uh, Wilcox just totally goes off on Lizzie. And I mean, Michael Kostroff, I mean, we would love him. He's got that Columbo style. Yeah. But this is him just turning it around, too, just laying it into her about, you know, I went to fight for this person, you know, and his wife and his daughter don't have a, don't have a father. His daughter doesn't have a father now and all this. And, oh, my goodness. And, you know you what? Kudos, kudos to the costume department. Yeah. Not for anything. He's got a great mismatched thing going on. The tie doesn't match the shirt, doesn't match the pants, doesn't match the jacket. It was great. Uh, and it was just, you know, they created the character. He, well, he obviously they, you know, the majority of the kudos goes to him. Yeah. But, you know, there's a, they, we, they created a character that is just so focused on finding out what happened mm-hmm. that everything else fell by the wayside. And I totally bought it. Yeah. And I love, I love it when I buy, when I buy a character actor. I love that. That's one of my favorite things. It just, I, I love that there's got, there's so much freedom in being a character yeah. actor. You just got to do your job. 
And you don't have to try and be cool or sexy or whatever. You're just a character character actor. You get to do a thing. He, you know, he was so good. And, and I'm guessing because this is pretty much the end of the whole Harbor Master part, the chapter, right. you know, that seems to be resolution on this. I'm guessing that we will not see him again. Uh, but, you know, I would not be disappointed to see him in a spinoff. I would not be disappointed to see this, ar- this character again someplace else. Uh, it it, it, it was would me. be awesome if there was a way to bring him back on the show. Although, you know, he, he works in, you know, local... Uh, for local PD, so uh, I, I doubt that we would see him. But good that's stuff. how much he was. I, that's how much I loved him. I thought he was awesome. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. With you. Real good stuff. So I could totally see. I could totally see something with this guy. That, that's how big a, a deal I think he is. And of course, the whole thing too. While this is all going on, is where's Tom Keen? Uh, everyone's playing. Connolly's like, I don't know who Tom Keen. I don't know where he is. I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. What we're we talking about? So we don't even know where he is. But uh, just throwing that out there. Uh, let me do a quick shout out to some people first of all because we're we're streaming live on YouTube, uh, which we don't always do. Um, but you know, and and of course, this is not our usual time. So I want to thank those of you who are uh, actually tuning in live right now. And I'm going to mess up names because that's what I do. Uh, MDS 1978, El Candy Ajay, Ajay, Joseph Ortiz, and I saw a couple others here. Bart. Bart Braswell. <laughs> Bart Braswell. Yeah, of course. I love that name. Uh, no relation to Joe. Uh, I said Joseph Ortiz. Rats T and Hestia, of course, which I mentioned out earlier. And a lot of them are, are already talking about this. So so let me get into this. They all want to know this. And, and since we're the two people who are definitely for Daddygate, although I, I sometimes like to be a little more... I, mm. I, I sometimes float a little bit because I, I, I try and gather yeah. whatever new information... Let's talk about let's talk about this whole thing. So Lizzie, uh, Lizzie was taking money into an offshore account, which yep. was originally made to, I guess, make us think that maybe she might run. Uh, turns out she was actually setting up a scholarship fund for uh, for the daughter of the harbor master. M- more than a scholarship fund. If Red bought an apartment in 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 uh, in D.C. for Liz, yeah, you know that it wasn't a cheapie. She sold the apartment and then mm-hmm. put all that money in the offshore account, yeah, so that the harbor master's daughter would be set up, yeah. And uh, that was that was a uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the the only reason the writers would include that the only conceivable reason there's two reasons I mean there's two benefits from it probably more than two but one of the first two that I can think of is number one it's great for Lizzie makes her look like a more she's obviously if she if if we needed any more reasons to like her there's another reason this whole episode they were saying like Lizzie would never kill right right so so more love for Lizzie we've got we've got a a, we've got a a task force Mm -hmm. that's moved into like I said a non a non lawful position and so we're if we're going to have it's going to be based on the task for, task force's own idea of morality as opposed to law then 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 we have to have some some more good moral stuff yeah and so we have uh but i mean if, if you want to take a look at the real reason the big reason that this whole thing is included um i think it's basically to kind of str- to to demonstrate why red maybe isn't her dad to kind of show illustrate for the audience illustrate for all of us um, that you could be this involved in somebody who's not your kid. And, and, uh, I think for a long time they, they struggled. How are we going to demonstrate that? How are we going to show that? Cause I've said for, for a season and a half, yeah. and I'm not the only one, that if he's not her dad, the whole thing is creepy. And so <laughs> they've, I it's think. It's got to be a damn good reason. I've always said that too. It's got to be a damn good reason. And now they've illustrated it. They've yeah. said, okay, that she's killed his, she's caused. Her, she's caused the harbor master's daughter. Uh, I'm sorry. She caused the harbor master to die, which in turn caused the harbor master's daughter 
to you know would conceivably have to drop out of school and do all all, all those other things that would be would be a part of it. You've cost her her father and whatever else would have gone along. And so Liz is essentially adopting her from afar, and that that is there to illustrate what Red maybe has done with Liz, and therefore Red is not her dad, and it really has screwed up my universe. <laughs> well, I, I would say I felt that Red's speech uh, to Lizzie about, you know, uh, the guilt that she has and, and, you know, not to make the mistake about, you know, spending all this money and setting them up because eventually it's, just, it's just a it's, gesture. And it's just for you. It's not for her. Yeah. So I felt that uh, definitely there seemed to be a little bit of a mirror there. A little bit of a confessional mirror situation. A little bit of a confessional mirror situation. So, you know, it, it now... I, I, I get to ask you because you seem to, to to have the trumpet a little louder than me usually about Nando, I don't game. like this. <laughs> Nando, I don't like to be wrong. I don't like it. Do I, do we see a yellow frilly uh, shirt in your future? Well, I'm just grateful we never made a specific bet. But yes, <laughs> yes. If if we had made a bet, which we thankfully did not, um, I, I suspect I'd be wearing a yellow frilly shirt in my future yeah. a blouse to a be blouse. more specific I'm sorry excuse me a blouse uh, and i believe it was a size two or three it was really not my size it was not your it size was, it was a little uh, those of you who who follow us on hannibal uh have seen joe wearing that before for um <laughs> who, who did that what was that bet i don't remember we had a about bet frankie about, Fra- whether frankie was alive yeah. or dead or alive yeah I think and, it was about and, frankie. uh they they got me and uh <laughs> we made a bet that if you were if i was wrong whoever was wrong had to wear this had to wear a shirt of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, the other person's choosing, and Joe chose a size Joe three Brazel. yellow uh, frilly blouse. I'm for me. sure people. Yeah, I'm sure you could find it on the internet. It's if beautiful. You want to. It's beautiful. It's it gorgeous. Is. It's it, it matched your skin tone. I looked pretty. You did look pretty. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say. Look, I still think that um, there's still a case for Daddy Gate. There's still a case for him to be Daddy. Um, but. It's, it's getting I, a little further down. I, I feel like, you know what, at least what the writers did is it's a high scene. We can make this work if it's not the daddy. If he's not the daddy, we can still make it work. And I think I think this week uh, it definitely showed that, okay, I could believe that. But still, then we'd want to know, the one thing I'd want to know is who is her daddy? Because if he is implying that he accidentally, however, killed her father, yes, then... Who is her father, and what does he have to do with all of this, and the fulcrum, and how how deep was her father involved in all of this? I, I suspect that we have a season three to explore these ideas. <laughs> At least a season three to explore all these. You ideas. know, a little shout out there to Dante on Twitter, and to uh, and to Lucy Mort, and to uh, and to Caitlin K, because uh, we're all we're all on in the same position. We're all we're all kind of doing this whole red thing, but um, we're all kind of questioning now. <laughs> it's very sad to question things. Um, but I really, I thought this was a great episode. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I really, really, uh, uh, kudos. I, I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, I agree. Danette, I, I kind of agree. It's a little hard to believe. It's a little hard to believe that Red is the father after that speech. Right. But I'm, I'm mm. still gonna hold, I'm still gonna, you know what? Look, hey, I went with Mike Weston being a follower for you three did. seasons of the following. You did. For two seasons of the following. I, I can hold out for this. You know what's gonna happen longer. is next, next week Braswell's gonna come in here and he's gonna try and force a bet because now he's, <laughs> he's gonna smell blood in the water. And he's going to try and force a bet. I'm not going to go for it because I know that it's pretty good. Ch- and then he's going to try and get me to recant. I hate him. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, let's talk about one other thing here. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about where is Tom Keene? Because we saw at the very, very end he called Lizzie again. Yes. And uh, we don't know exactly where he is. We know that, uh, you know, he's exonerated. I guess they they mentioned somehow that Red knew that he would be exonerated because they uh, I guess him being arrested would uh, 
would still reveal the task force, so they managed to subdue, you know, to hide any any. Exonerated means he was found not guilty. He was not exonerated. Well, he he got out. They released they him. Say, I thought they said exonerated. On I thought the did line they? was exonerated. That yeah. might have been, but I, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, he, they've released him. Well, he's he gone. He's yeah. gone. He's gone no matter what. So he's not in jail. Which means he's a benefit to someone not being in jail. He's a benefit to someone not being in jail. Exactly. So, you know, he's, and of course, I think, you know, they were trumping his uh, arrival back into the, into the show. So what part does he have to play? Uh, for right now, my understanding in the more, in the more, in, in the, in the, in the, in the macrocosm. Yeah. Um, he is eye candy for the ladies. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, I- Julia. Honest to goodness, and, I was really and, surprised. Watch my wife, wife dance around. <laughs> oh, no, these are the reasons why he's a very interesting character. That I very no, because look, he's very confused and he really loves her. And look at those push-ups and pull-ups. And it was very funny. I was like, I yeah, what is this? Well, you know, Braswell had a really good prediction last week. In fact, when I heard it, I was so jealous. I wish I thought about it. Um, but I do think that. The fact that I said the word predictions, maybe we should go to predictions. 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 <laughs> we're supposed to have a drop in now well, about predictions. We're, we're, but we don't. And it's not anyone's fault because I can After see that. Buzz technical, TV. There we go. It's technical difficulties. Predictions. I can see that. So, uh, all right. That, that was, was me. That I, was I did the drop in. I faked it. Beautiful drop in. Uh, so let's talk about some predictions. So, yeah, Braswell had this great theory that Tom's going to end up on the task force. And I actually think that's a really good, good thought i don't think it would happen right away mm-hmm. i can't see him being uh, you know i could kind of see him being brought in as a criminal like you in order to you know facilitate something yeah facilitate yeah. something you have to start working for the task force uh but you know right now it looks like he is i don't know where he is he's on the loose or whatever i don't know i mean like you know we, we what would he be like dembe status like uh, like my job is to tail red and keep him out of trouble i guess i, I don't know i uh, that seems that seems a stretch to me that's a tough one but we know that he he wanted to go deep undercover to get away from lizzie and now the major you know he can't go back to the major after, probably after what happened well, I don't think there's a major to go back to, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't think there's a major to go back to. So, I mean, what does he... I, I can't see him going well, back if, undercover. If, if he's been released by the government. Okay. So the government has... Now they've said, okay, we've got you, and now we're going to release you. There's a reason for that. And there's someone that made that choice. So if someone has released Tom, then they probably have control of him, and they want him to do certain things. So I don't know if it's going to necessarily be connected to the task force. It might be connected to uh, to, the, to that other group yeah. uh, the, uh, that, that Red's been in contention with. But um, I can't imagine that the task force uh, is going to have much use for him. Yeah. But uh, or or would he? I mean, why, why would he even want anything to do with the task force? That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Working with Lizzie. That would be weird on, on many different levels. I, I don't think. know. I, don't know I about guess Braswell I could there. see him, but I guess I could see him working for the uh, you know for the secret uh, organization. Yes. You know, because Connolly is still you know he's still like we don't know who Connolly is. We don't for know sure. who Connolly is, and really technically Connolly had you know he might have. Tom, that, that's smiling right? Tom, t- smiling Tommy Connolly right there, which yeah. is such a great name, by the way. That is so 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 awesome. Well, I have a feeling. Here's here's my prediction. Then tell I, me, what is your prediction, Nando Velasquez? My prediction, Nando Velasquez. What is your prediction? <laughs> my prediction is please before tell me before the end of the season. Yes. Okay. Tom will be in danger, uh, perhaps because of Connolly, perhaps because he ends up working on the other side again. You know, working for for this organization. Yes. Yes. And Lizzie and Red are going to have to rescue him. So he will have to be rescued by Lizzie and Red. Yes, he to will bail have... out Tom. I got it. All right. Yeah, to bail yeah, out yeah, Tom yeah. from whatever situation Tom is in. So I got you. They're going to have to rescue him. I mean, today was not really uh, this week's show was not about rescuing Tom as much as just getting him out to exonerate Lizzie. But uh, but I think Tom is in danger I got now you. that he's back 
in the States. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be in danger really soon. Maybe so, one of those Germans made it, you know. <laughs> I don't all think the red shirts. I don't think it'll be the Germans. But uh, I think it'll, it might be Connolly. I, I never said it. But what, what, a, what great casting. Like, what, who, can we, who can we bring in <laughs> that, that, that we can infiltrate with Tom and have him beat the living hell out of him and no one will feel anything bad for them? Uh, German neo-Nazis. Yes! Perfect! German neo-Nazis. <laughs> yeah, there awesome. we go. Um, my predictions, uh, I, I yeah. just, I'm, I'm predicting that my whole house of cards that made red Lizzie's daddy's collapsing around me, and that's, that's the only prediction I have. <laughs> I predict that if I, that if I, if, if, if Braswell comes back and really puts me on the spot, I'm gonna wind up wearing a, 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 a well, tutu or something. Well, we'll see about that. But anyway, uh, you know, we pretty much are wrapping up this one, this edition of the After Buzz Blacklist recap show. Uh, Joe Braswell and Julia Carroll will hopefully be back next week, and we hopefully will be back on our, on our normal time, which is, uh, what, Thursday nights, 10 o'clock Pacific time, usually. When we all look our best when we all look our best <laughs> hopefully we won't have a, a couple of conflicts that we had this week uh you can find joe braswell on twitter at joe k braswell you can find julia carolee at julia carolee on twitter and instagram where can we find you sir uh at joe flippo j-o-e-f-l-i-p-o on twitter and uh, my website is josephsanflippo.com okay and you can find me on twitter and instagram at nandovel n-a-n-d-o-v-e-l and here at AfterBuzz for a bunch of other shows like the walking dead which is wrapping up in two weeks Ooh. bates motel which is really really exciting because it I'm is that with you and yeah. and Braswell and a couple others, uh, survivors, Scorpion, that kind of stuff. But anyway, thanks again. Uh, tune in next week for another edition of Blacklist. Bye bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.